I just, I just don't know why she would wear that. I just don't know why she would wear it. And I guess the woman was basically, what did she say? She said she was wearing a sleeve. That's how she described the woman's dress. And like, she said, it was like, the way that she was describing it, it sounded like hot dog casing. And I was just like, oh no. <laughs> and then, then this is another woman. This is not me. I am not even anywhere near, near her, but she uses that to parlay into, you see, sweetie, this is why when I buy you clothes for like a gift, I buy them a little bit bigger because you don't want to be that lady. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm never. <laughs> oh my God. You don't want to be a stuffed sausage. No. <laughs> That's basically what she was saying. No. Well, where I live, well, not where I live, but where I was raised in Tiffany, but I'm pretty, it's going to get warm. So I'm going to see a lot of ass. I'm going to see <laughs> a lot of no bras. I'm going to see a lot of neon. I'm going to see a lot of things that's worn on the wrong bodies. No matter if you're skinny, medium built or big, you know, this is certain ways, certain underwear you should wear to match your skin tone when you're wearing certain stuff. Yeah. That was, that was another thing that she said, the lady, she, she could, she could see them through. That's right. It was just a hot mess. Oh no. Yeah. I see some fun things coming into the store on Saturday nights. It's a fun night. The college students, I'm like, children, <laughs> children. <laughs> Was it you too much your ass ass ran away? <laughs> Put the rest of your clothes on. Your titty is hanging out. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. And this is Unapologetically She. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically She. This is Shantae, aka Shantizi. And if you are just tuning into our episode just the first time, it's like, what have you been missing? Catch all the other episodes on each of your podcasts, which is Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from, just tune in. So before we get into our episode, ladies, how was y'all week? Because this last week of April was uh. It was all right, but you know, we had some, it's like April, we had a, some spring weather, some winter. I mean, the spring weather didn't really kick into like the second week of April. And even on my birthday, it was spring weather-like. So how was that week, y'all? Well, I woke up thinking I we accidentally killed Jimmy Carter. It's a great ass story to go with this. It'll be real quick. So I was meeting with Brandon and Greg, our producers and part of our other podcast last week. And we go on tangents as one does. <laughs> Somehow we plan Jimmy Carter's funeral. I don't know why we were on Jimmy Carter's funeral, but I woke up to a tweet this morning, somebody saying, rest in peace, Mr. Carter. And my first thought was, holy shit, no, we accidentally jinxed him in Mr. Car President Carter died. Turns out Linda Carter's father's rest in peace to him. And I'm so sorry to the oh, wonderful my Wonder Woman. That are, oh my <laughs> but God. I was like, I texted Greg and Brandon. The first oh thing this morning was like, fucking A, I think we killed him. 
Oh my god! <laughs> Y'all need to like don't put that out to the universe. Oh my god! You need to protect them with a plastic bubble. Yeah, I'm saying. Oh my god, that man! I feel like he's like Keith Richard though. He's gonna be living for a long time. But I really so, hope. Yeah, that was the last, the last, the last living beings on this earth will be cockroaches and Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. Other than that, it was a good week. <laughs> Dante, the thing you said about the weather, like here in Buffalo, it was 80 at the start of the week. Ooh. Then two days later, it fucking snowed. And not just like a little bit, like I looked outside, grass, roofs, covered. It was horrible. <laughs> so my sinus pressure plus shark week, um, internal shark week, internal not the fun one, not the fun one, the one with all the blood, but <laughs> those two things together, I was like, I had to take off from work. Like it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. But my week ended nicely. I took my goddaughter to see the cherry blossoms. Um, we had a cherry blossom festival here in Buffalo. Their hair. We watched Encanto again and Turning Red again. And I love both of those movies. So it goes nicely. Goes nicely with the internal shark week. Which oh, yeah. I, oh my god, you're so right. I also had the internal shark week this week. So hey, we're in Ugh. sync. Yay! In the beginning of the week, because my started two days after my birthday, started on Katie's birthday, which was fucked up. And it came out. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Because I didn't want it on my birthday, because for the last couple of birthdays, I had it on my birthday. Like, I literally had it on my birthday. I was like, what the hell? But when I was younger, it used to last longer. Now it's like, when you get older, when you get like that hit that 30s, you see like your days get shorter versus. When you're younger, your day, my days used to last from seven to 10 days. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my sweet I feel so much less weird since you said, I'm glad that you said that because mine would last like seven, eight. Yeah. And I would hear other girls talk about four days. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, when I got mine, mine were only three to four days. <gasps> See, you're the girl who I would want to fight. <laughs> yeah, sure. Damn it, Kim. just disappeared. They're like, it's other than a random six months after I got my first shots, my first COVID vaccine, I had, they came back. Oh, Probably because my meds were also regulated. But after that, they've, after I got the booster, they went away, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> we talk about <laughs> that. Yeah. But yeah, I was a three to four days. <laughs> oh no. I used to be a seven to nine, maybe or, 10 in the beginning. You were like us. Yep. Mm. But Me now too. I'm at a, Per, like five days I mean literally it is on such a routine and I swear I can tell when I'm ovulating I can feel it I can feel mm-hmm. myself ovulating mm-hmm. yep so mm-hmm. yesterday I was walking around you know my sister and I went to Target to just blow a hundred dollars a piece on nothing you know like you do like you do like you do I mean it's Target yeah <laughs> um and I was like why I got this little cramp I'm like Jesus. I said, am I ovulating? So I take out my period calendar and I look at it and I'm like, yep, I'm in the yep. ovulation window. I, I literally just felt my ovary just pop an egg out. I mean, I, I, yes, if I did have a child, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Well, that's, that's awesome. Um, So moving on to drink of the week this week, Um, even though I am the bourbon girl, 
was speaking of my show is dropping pretty soon. Got a surprise hey. episode with Derby coming hey, up. Hey, Katie. <laughs> We're running books. Book, 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 book. But this time I mixed up a little, went with something spicy. We had this new chili vodka that we got in and it's really good with ginger beer. So I was like, you know, I'm going to make a meal. So some ginger beer, some lime juice and some chili vodka. And you make a damn good, strong drink. <laughs> It's spicy. <laughs> mm, I went with the non-spicy vodka because that's what I had. And I just yeah. didn't have time to like it's get It's hard it. to find. I will say it yeah. is hard to find. <laughs> I had my I did, apple, I did the same. I had my apple vodka. I couldn't mm-hmm. find no ginger beer because everybody was looking at me like I was crazy. Like I said, do you sell ginger beer here? They was like, we don't sell that here. <laughs> <laughs> I looked I... at waffles. I look everywhere. But you yeah. would think in New York City, like yeah. they would not be looking at you weird about ginger beer. Like we have 17 different varieties, I feel like, in just our tiny ass little store. I got this one um, from Target. And I, this, yeah. is, this is my first time ever having ginger beer. And I was like, oh, this has a kick to it. And oh, then fever, I put in the jalapeno tree. Spices, They've got some good and tonics. And I'm like, yeah. Well, fever, tree has, uh, fever tree, they have some good tonics. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got one with for tequila pretty soon. So some good tonic waters. Yeah, but um, this shit is strong. Yeah, I didn't do two point five ounces of vodka. <laughs> I did two <laughs> because we're running low, and I don't need to get a lecture about. I mean, I'm not using my liquor. I'm using my stuff. <laughs> so, I don't need to get a, li- a lecture about replacing what I use. I'm gonna just sneak and put some back in there. But yeah, um, this shit is strong. It it's is. Strong. It's a strong drink. It's yeah. It's got a kick. But it's um, also really good with tequila if you don't want to use vodka. Mm. Good bio coming up. It's a good way to do it. Um, so yeah, and I think I put in too much jalapeno. I got four slices in here. <laughs> ooh, I, just, ooh, I, fucking love, I fucking love peppers. Me too. Um, I think if, if I can get you this vodka, I'll send you some. Get you some more because I think you would really like this vodka because it's got habaneros, uh, uh, jalapenos, green peppers, and serranos all mixed together, and it smells like a giant pepper. Oh my! I could have shots and let's yeah <laughs> excuse me i'm choking on my drink now oh, as, as katie chokes finishes choking on her drink we're gonna go ahead and get started on our shot and chaser um for this week so if you're a new listener shot and chaser is the segment of our show where each host presents a topic that the other hosts have not we, we don't know what each other is going to be talking about so the shot is the topic the chaser our reaction and I think we're getting started with Katie what do you have for us this week yeah so mine um I'm going to talk a little bit about my guilty pleasure which is actually uh survivor and <laughs> it's one of my favorite shows to watch and it's it's silly but I have to say the last two seasons have been really really good because one they've had very diverse cast and has like they've had several black gay huge variety and they've addressed it this uh last two seasons and um this week's episode really kind of hit me it's very interesting because the last two episodes or the last episode uh, one of my favorites was voted out black woman that was on it and then the beginning of this time they had two people that were voted going to be voted out the first one and the first, uh, if you haven't ever watched it, they vote them out by doing um, jury trials and they vote as a group. So it's, you know, whoever has the most votes gets voted out. And this week, the first person to be voted out was 
a male, black male. And as the second group walked in, there were two uh, black females in it. And they started talking and she said, you know what? I have to say something. She's like, I already know I'm on the chopping block to be voted out. I know the other black female sitting here and I have to notice it's like, if we're the next two, that means the whole entire jury, beginning of the jury is going to be all black. And there's not going to be any black uh, contestants left on it. And it brought up a very good discussion of how in these type of shows that that is usually the underlying racism. And she got into a very interesting conversation about the type of things that they deal, especially as black women that they deal with on a daily basis. Um, of course, there was a couple of uh, white contestants who were like, well, we're not racist. You know, you're trying to call us racist. She's like, I've never said that you were racist. It's the underlying, and it brought out a very great conversation. Um, and it just happened that both of these, both black women had uh, idols, which saves them from being voted out. So they both were honest, like, we're both going to play it. Um, we want to be safe because we don't want to be the typical black jury that is going to be voting for it. And I thought it was, it was a really interesting show this week that I appreciated that they are acknowledging the diversity that is in this show finally and um, the direction it's taking. And it brought a very good conversation for the rest of the tribe. So it was good to watch. <laughs> you know, this reminds me, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Reminds me of our interview that we did a few weeks ago with Andrew Shade. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, a contestant on a lot of these types of reality competition shows. And he did, we talked about how very white, you know, those, those casts always tend to be. Yeah. It, you got, you guys just made me think of, um, cause I don't watch any, I'm not like a reality TV person, but like, I'm obviously it's impossible not to be aware of like the major shows yeah. and I did watch the I watched Survivor which is a thing that's been on the air for like 20 years yeah. which <laughs> yeah. like I remember watching the first season and very much being an actual child which oh um but Katie you just made me think about one of the podcasts that I listened to one of like the pop culture podcasts they had on the I think she was like the first black bachelorette mm -hmm. and it was like the same like it was like the gist was like really similar to what you were just talking about. Like she was talking about like historic lack of diversity and then steps that are taken to fix it. And then just, you know, racism, but also racism from fans. I don't yeah. did we talk about that on, on that survivor at all. They didn't so much about the fans, but um, they, they did actually last season, I think talk about it because that was the most diverse task they ever had. And actually last season, all the black people, they grouped together. They formed an alliance. Like we want to go farther um, in this. And I think that they ended up the jerk, the last three, there was Asian woman and then two black contestants on it. And the Asian woman ended up winning because she made an incredible move at the very beginning or halfway through the show, which earned a lot of people's respect. But I think this season, I very well could see either of these black women winning because they are very strong competitors very honest and yeah so it was good it was very enlightening to see <laughs> sounds good oh, I'm glad that I well I hope they make it far I hope one of them me too <laughs> me too I'm rooting for everybody black yay yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so 
my shot and chase it this week. Yes, I'm on a political turn. We're going to take a turn for the political. So, you know, these midterms is coming up, you know, different um, primaries is coming up. The one in Ohio, I think it's Tuesday. There's one in Pennsylvania, these key races. And, you know, I live in New York, so mine is not until like towards the end of the school year, as always. It's always putting towards the end of the school year, especially in New York City. We always end on like the 25th or something like that. So, anyway. Oh, no. The last day of school this year is June 28th. Oh, June fucking 28th. I remember getting out of school on June 28th as a kid. Oh, my God. I haven't been in regular public school since 2004. So anyway, so everybody with this doom and gloom, I was watching ABCs this week. Of course, I'm starting to watch the Sunday show. This is how old I'm getting, even though I am still young. And uh, let's get that clear. I just realized that. And I said, yes, I am. My, my pussy is nice. I'm still young. So anyway, um, you hear the fat, yes. the fat, disgusting man from New Jersey, the New Jersey dirty sausage named Christopher James Christie, the former governor of New Jersey with the lowest approval rating, 9% or 18%, whatever the shit was low as fuck. It was not even cracking 20. So he had the nerve to say, Republicans are going to gain 27 seats and not they could gain 40. They're going to take the House. Kevin McCarthy is going to be the Speaker of the House. And blah, blah. I said, wait, hold up. What? He's going to be the Speaker of the House? See, like, and he's not the only one projecting doom and gloom. You have other people. And as much as I love this show on the cross connection, she's halfway project- projecting doom and gloom. Roland Martin is projecting doom and gloom. All these people on these news pundits projecting doom and gloom. You don't know how primary is going to turn out. You don't know how general election is going to turn out. So you need to calm the fuck down. Democrats are not thugs. Yes, you know, it ha- more has to be done. But in 15 months, look what this administration has done. I am so sick of everybody not reading a damn book like Dr. C said. Read some motherfucking books. That's going to be my thing. Read some motherfucking books. Look up what civics is because the president can't just go to Joe Manchin and say, get my legislation done. Because at the end of the day, he has to, uh, what, not manage, he has to oversee a whole fucking country. He has to be the leader of a fucking country. And it's up to people to educate themselves what the fucking legislative branch is. Why people are waking up now, I have no motherfucking idea. But I'm going to say this. Read some damn fucking books. Learn civics before opening your fucking mouth. And that's to pundits and that's to regular people that don't fucking understand. And can I add to that, Shantae, after you read some damn books, go fucking vote, vote. You know, midterms are those, you know, those elections where people kind of rest on their laurels. Everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, is relaxed and comfortable. Oh, we've got it. It's fine. No, we need to vote because guess what? Republican voters fucking vote in the midterms. In in the words of one of the greatest presidents of all time, don't boo. Vote. Vote. Yes. Forever POTUS. Every election, local to the national, every single Shant- one of them Shantae, you made me think of some idiot I saw on Twitter the other day. Some jackass talking about, well, Democrats don't follow through on their promises. So why should I? I'm like, do you not understand how numbers work? Do you not like, like, what do you think is going to happen if you don't vote for Democrats? Well, how, how do you think that anything you want, anything that we actually need as a society is going to like, I, 
Oh, how, how the fuck do they think the Senate works? Yeah. They're idiots. If you, if you want shit to happen, give us a bigger majority in the Senate so we can pass some fucking bills. Period. That's the other thing. That's the other thing because Shantae was talking about civics. People don't understand that like a slim majority is okay. not, yeah. that's not going to do it, dumbasses. No. no. You need to vote in more Democrats. Then we'll have the numbers to get more shit done. Yeah. And to bypass the filibuster. And a Democrat that got a good ground game, not somebody that said they're just electable. No, who mm-hmm. has a good ground game, mm-hmm. who understands their fucking constituents. Mm-hmm. You know what? We need Schoolhouse Rock for adults. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. We really true. do. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right, so I'm actually going away again from politics. I This is like the last few weeks I've done this, which I know is very strange. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm kind of making it my thing to focus on the positive, like on the good news type of thing. And this week I was reading that um, toward the middle of this month, it was reported that they are getting ready to start human trials for a new nasal spray that could con- that could protect people from all COVID variants. So they, it's a groundbreaking treatment. And, and, and what happened was there are several antibody treatments that were halted last month in the United States after they failed to protect people against the BA2 Omicron subvariants. Um, and they require complex refrigerated supply chains, much the same with the vaccines when Delta was the primary variant. Um, but they have, there's, the sprays are being advanced to human clinical trials after promising results in, te- in test mice. Um, it was published in the Journal of Science Translational Medicine. Um, they're being tested in several research institutes in England and Israel. So it's not just in the United States, uh, but basically American scientists use supercomputers to design proteins that could stick to vulnerable sites on the surface of the novel coronavirus targeting the spike protein, uh, which um, would make, it basically like stops the virus from like embedding into your system. Uh, but they re-engineered these proteins called mini binders and made them more potent. And instead of targeting just one of the viruses and infectious machinery with those protein spikes, the mini binders will simultaneously bind to three sites, making the drug less likely to detach. So it will protect or treat more variants that way. So it's like, it's, it's like the latest advancement in it, and there's a high chance that the treatment could even be self-administered for a one-time nasal spray. So they're making all of these advances in COVID, and we might actually see an end to this fucking thing. Oh, my God. Sarah, that's fucking amazing. That's amazing. I didn't hear about any of this. I was oh, too busy. This. This is yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you for... Yes. First of all, with you wearing your mask, people don't realize you don't catch COVID from your mouth, you catch it from your nose. That's the Mm -hmm. thing. And because it's airborne, no matter if you're close proximity, like I don't want to make it century, but I live in New York City. I live in one of the largest cities in the world, especially on the East Coast. And everything is density. 
So when you're on the train and people wearing a mask like this, it's like, no, mm-hmm. yeah, you can catch COVID right here. You can yeah. breathe in whoever's coughing and you can catch it. So that, that nasal spray is, is important. Anything to get out of this pandemic, because we don't want to live in an pandemic. We want to get out of it. And the only way we get out of it is if we use the treatment and we practice mitigation and just keep our, see, people don't realize that keep the distance part, it plays a big role. Mm-hmm. And also covering your nose with the mask plays a big role. So, Sarah, that sounds amazing. Right, people and never figured out the covering the nose part. They ever. they don't. They still. I still see people walking around like they've got a flaccid penis hanging out of their mask because their noses aren't covered. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, that's like walking around with your dick. Like the dick goes in the underwear, not outside. Ew. Right. Exactly. You know. And the thing is, it's like. I mean, I, I was used to wearing masks anyway from my time in Korea because it's like a normal, a cultural norm there. Um, but it's like, even with the masks, you see less flu, less colds, everything else. But at this point, COVID seems like it's going to be endemic. So this new nasal spray treatment, I'm looking at it where it's like, it's the same thing as the flu spray that you get every year, you know? So it's like, we're on our way to this becoming an annual inoculation, like the flu shot, but we're not going to be where we were, where a million Americans were dying. And we're hitting a million, so. Oh, that's terrible. And I, I really hope that those trials, you know, produce positive results. That's really nice to hear. So who do we have next? Lauren Ashley, you're up. Oh, I thought I was last. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God, you actually are last. My stupid ass is. I was mad. like, am I that drunk? This thing is no. strong, but is it that strong? Do I need Do I need to edit this out? <laughs> no, leave it in. Yes, let, the, let the listeners know what's really going on. <laughs> <laughs> last episode, Lauren Ashley, you were like, "Am I that drunk?" And I said, "I was like, nope, nope. It's it's me. It's it's me again." <laughs> <laughs> so for my topic this week. I wanted to talk about, you know, I love my pop culture stuff, but this is a little bit different. I saw a post on Twitter by the supermodel Paulina Poriskova, and she had previously posted a picture of herself in a bikini. Now, ladies, this woman is 57 years old. And when you see, I will post this picture to our socials. When you see what she looks like in this bikini, holy shit, okay? And some dickwad, okay, because that's the only way that I can describe it. Some dickwad on Instagram left this comment for her. You must be in so much pain to keep posting bikini pictures at your age. I've always thought that getting old and ugly is hardest on the pretty people. (laughs) The fall from grace is so much farther when you were beautiful. Ugly people were always ugly, so getting old and ugly isn't a change. In summary, I feel your pain. I pray you can come to terms with your mortality. We all get old and ugly. You just had to fall from a greater height than the rest of us. Tears times infinity. Bitch, what? So, so he is one of those ugly people he's talking about. Yes, projection much, right? So this is how she responded. 
she took a screenshot of that comment and made a Twitter post and said, a thoughtful reader comment on IG needs an equally thoughtful response. Thank you for feeling my pain, Rickaroo777. Yes, I'm shouting out your screen name. As you, can see, <laughs> as you can see, I'm suffering indeed. And look at this woman in a- I did see that. God, yes, I did see that. She got a banging body. No, yes, she does. Thing, the beautiful thing that came out of this is that other people on Twitter started posting their bikini pictures. All yes. ages, young, old, skinny, bigger, thick, like short, tall, everybody. And she was responding to everybody. And she was like, you look beautiful. Keep it up, hon. And it turned out to be such a positive thing. But can we normalize not telling women what age they need to stop doing whatever the fuck it is they want to do? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like those stupid polls that I see, like what's acceptable to wear for women over 30 or over 40. And I'm like, what's acceptable for women over 40 to wear? Whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're comfortable in it, then they can wear it. Exactly. Yes. It's- Just make sure your titties are not hanging out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know what? Free the for your hoo-ha. Free the fucking titties. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Some people's titties don't need to be free because, like, we don't want. <laughs> why? Why is it okay for men to be walking around with their nipples hanging out, but it's not okay for women to be walking around with their titties hanging out? I can I just say that, like, can I just say that? Okay, so like for our listeners, I, I'm, I'm a Buffalonian, which means I literally live on the border. So I spent a lot of time in Canada and it is so different being in Toronto and seeing women, women like before this push to like um, normalize breastfeeding happened here. Mm-hmm. I just see women like I'd be in an anime convention, just women walking around feeding the babies titties out. Mm-hmm. Like nobody cares. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. I don't, I don't understand that with American culture either, because when I was breastfeeding my daughter, um, and there's a lot of, there are a lot of states where they have laws where women can breastfeed in public because hello, you're nourishing your baby. But it's like, I, I didn't, I nev- never understand the embarrassment from Americans with women breastfeeding their children in public. I mean, I was told to go in the bathroom to feed my daughter and it's like, do you want to eat your lunch on the toilet? Yeah. Why don't you go eat your lunch in the toilet? So it's like, I don't understand the obsession that people have with boobs in the United States. I just, I don't get it. And and you know what? I don't care if you look as amazing as Paulina Porskova does in her bikini, which she really fucking does. She and at 57, amazing. okay? You can look, you know what? Everybody is a bikini body. So with summer quickly approaching, ladies, wear whatever you have it. You want. Exactly. <laughs> and men, mind your own fucking business. Yep. Exactly. You don't like it? Look away. Because I know that ass will be jiggling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's up actually a really um perfect segue into mine. Oop. I need to share my screen. <laughs> it won't let me. Oh no. Okay. I, th- well, I, I think th- it's I think it's the, the person that's moderating that can share the screen. Oh, okay. So I'm going to drop a link into our chat so that my co-hosts can see. Try now. Um, try now. <laughs> try now? Okay. Okay. Well, this is okay. how it happens. This is how the magic happens. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Can y'all see this? Can y'all see this TikTok? Oh, yep. Yes. Okay. So that was actually a really good segue, mm-hmm. Eliane, into my shot because a thing that I've noticed like increasingly lately 
is this like just boom of women, black and brown women, like even more specifically embracing the, I don't know how to phrase it, like femininity that has been previously denied to us. So the, the TikTok that we're all watching right now is, um, is done by a black woman. It's the Bridgerton experience. So she's wearing a beautiful dress by the brand Selkie, which, oh my God, they are princess dresses for adults and I fucking love them. And you see these women there in these beautiful gowns. <laughs> she reminds me of Tiana. She does look like Tiana because her, her dress is green and she's got like the long gloves and everything. So Selkie as a brand has like recently taken off like within like the past couple of years. And so just has this, um, this trend of women being like, well, I'm going to be a princess. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck how old I am going like off of like our last conversation. I don't give a fuck whether or not you guys like that. I'm wearing something frilly and poofy. This is my shit. And this is what I'm going to do. And this has always been me. I had a tomboy phase, younger, um, that came from body insecurity, but like I'm about to turn 35 and this is exactly where I am, like dressed like a fucking princess. Like when I went to the, when I went to Toronto last weekend to the aquarium, I had on the style is called Lolita, but it was like a princess dress with a whale print on it. And so this is my shot, just like this increasing trend of seeing women be like, fuck it, especially black and brown women. Yes. Because I know with like Latinas, y'all are hypersexualized and not allowed to be soft and delicate. With black women, we're supposed to be hard and tough and all that other shit. So yeah, that's my shot. I love, I love like the, even like they've got the old, like the French style wigs with the mm -hmm. large, with the bustles and everything underneath the dresses. This is, I love this. I, where is this happening? Because I need to go. Yeah. I'm saying, I want to go to that. We all need to make a trip together, ladies, and we're all going to have our own Bridgerton experience. Okay. Unapologetically, she fucking ball. <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> I, love I love this. this. I love, this. I love it. I love, I love the hair. Mm -hmm. I love me some good hair, especially some edges slicked. You know? <laughs> I'm just watching this video and I'm like, I love this. I love right. this so hard. Tomorrow, the Met Gala, and it's the Gilded Age theme this year, which I yes, so yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, this, this is gonna be like these dresses. I am like I usually never turn in for it, but for oh. the theme this year is gonna be spectacular. Oh man, so I love this. For that. Yes. I cannot wait for the Met Ball, Katie. I mean, I <laughs> glamour is the theme. Are you gonna take place tomorrow? <laughs> yes. I so, yeah. Yes. I, I, just, I hope to God that people actually understand the assignment this year because notes on camp, there were people who did not understand what camp was, including Nicki Minaj. And I'm like, bitch, you are camp. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> I, pray, I pray to God that Madonna does not show up and embarrass herself even further. <laughs> oh my God. I scrubbed that from my memory. <laughs> Just, go with a new face, Madonna. Just a new dress, not, not another new face. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. A little lost. She is, she is, but I like, I'm, I'm excited to see all the fashion and everything. And I'm just, I'm waiting as always, I'm waiting to see how black women rock it on that red carpet. Beyonce's outfit, you know, it's going to Oh, you know, oh, please. Oh, you yeah. know, it. You know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Regina King is one of the chairs. This oh, gonna go that's going to oh, be I good. can't wait. It's going to be so good, ladies. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's a great way to start the week. 
It is. Oh, and thank you for that shot, Lauren Ashley. That was lovely. Oh, and right. that's it for Shot and Chaser this week. And we're going to move on to my personal favorite. When we just talk about people being bitch asses because, yeah. Yeah, we've got, I mean, it's a good one this week. So every week for those of us, for those who have not tuned into our show yet, which like Shantae said, what, what's wrong with you? Why have you, this is, come on, you got to go back and listen to all of them because they're all awesome. Um, but the bitch ass and badass of the week is where we take the four, four of the worst of the worst and four of the best of the best each week. Uh, we present them to our audience and we let y'all vote on who you think the bitch and badasses of the week are so we're gonna get ro- rolling with it with uh with katie excellent thank you sarah this week's bitch ass is there's some good ones there's some good ones um definitely a few that take the cake first our first one elon musk i mean really doesn't need an explanation but the explanation we gave for this one for being a racist piece of shit uh, basically got his billions from apartheid because dude's a dick and his whole family is with two. Second, <laughs> Rand Paul for spewing Russian propaganda in the Senate floor. Senator McCain has always been correct. Dude is a Russian ally. Yeah. Yeah. He's an asset. He is. He really is. No, uh, an asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really is. His neighbor needs to step up again. I need to find his neighbor again. I live in Kentucky. I can do some work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get myself in trouble. Allegedly. Allegedly, I know his neighbor. <laughs> um, Dr. Burks for trying to basically rewrite her role in the mishandling of the pandemic. She's done her rehab tour around all the stupid shows are having her on. She's trying to, you know, because she had a damn book come out. Of course they did. Everybody's got a damn book. Um, and finally, Amber Heard being abusive in her relationship and also for only donating half the money to the ACLU that she was ordered to do in her divorce. Fucking bitch. Did she get any worse? And also she took a dump inside of Johnny Depp's bed. What yeah. the fuck? I got some stuff to say, but I want to wait for Katie to give us the winner. <laughs> 21 Dump Street. 21 fucking A. And uh, was 61%. So overwhelmingly winning this week. Mr. Elon Musk, much deserved. Well, deserved. Much, 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 much deserved. Fuck him, fuck yeah. him, fuck him. And fuck racist, the people that keep saying racist, Afrikaner piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck each and every white person calling him an African-American. Fuck all you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And especially and fuck him. Laverne um, Spicer. Fuck mm-hmm. her. Fuck, fuck her. her. Ebony third grade speaking Floridian ass. Yes, I said it because she's calling him, her, Vernon um, Jones, those two dusty, nasty, ashy ass motherfuckers. Fuck them. Fuck them all. And if you got a problem, my Twitter handle is I am Shantizi. Isn't there- Fuck his enablers. Fuck all of them bitches. Right. Now, isn't there like an actual term for white colonizers that were born say, in oh. South Africa. Is it, are, was it African or Afrikaner? Afrikaner. Afrikaner. Period. So I don't know where this confusion is coming from. Uh, well, we all know it's disingenuous, so it's not actual confusion. It's just racist, you know, mm-hmm. feeling the compulsion to be racist. Yeah. But, but I wanted to say, 
I wanted to say another one of the about one of the other well-deserving nominees. So I was I've been following um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's divorce since for like three years now. <laughs> um, when all of the shit came actually came out, it was like while the proceedings were happening in Britain. So like I saw all the videos, I read through like the court documents and shit. I saw the picture of his fucking finger that she cut off, and so this past like week or so. It's been like, I'm like, I'm so glad that this bit, this bitch ass woman is finally, number one, that she's finally getting what she deserves. Mm -hmm. And number two, that we're having a conversation about the fact that yes, men can be fucking abused. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Anyone can abuse another person. Gender does not matter. Exactly. Anyone can be abused. She huh? dated Elon Musk too, didn't she? Honey, I, I think that. she. I think she. she I heard that she cheated on Johnny, on Johnny Depp with, with Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> so she's and tied then, to to the to the official winner of Bitch Ass yeah. of the Week, which yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I. Amber I've Taylor. seen I've seen some I've seen some women saying, well, I see what you all are saying right now. And I'm going to remember this in a year when you try to say, oh, I always supported Amber Heard. I always believed Amber Heard. And it's like, have you not been paying attention to what they've wanna, been presenting be in court? Yeah. Girl, yes. Who, yeah. who would be saying I'm like, did you not see like you didn't hear you didn't hear her voice mocking him? about who's going to believe you're a victim of domestic, but you didn't hear that. You don't know about her kikiing with her sister about making it look like he punched her in the eye because it was funny to her. It was funny to her to ruin a man's life. Mm. It's pretty interesting. Somebody pointed this out too, that um, if you watch her outfits that she's been wearing in court, they are weirdly very similar to outfits he has worn in the past. So she's like mockingly wearing similar outfits that he has worn long ago. Yeah, it's weird as shit. Like that's just like he seems like that. She's a monster. She she is a monster. A whole fucking monster. Mm -hmm. And like I think Elian said, she took a shit in his bed. What are you talking about? You always supported Amber Heard. Why would you? Why? Amber know that she took a shit in his bed. Are you stupid? (laughs) Man, if the if the shoe was if it was flipped around, if it was a man doing that to a woman, we wouldn't even be having this conversation because everybody would have just believed what was happening and immediately yes, I, from John. I understand like believe women but also like normalize men coming out and and telling their stories about being abused and maybe start believing them too because you know it's very yeah. underreported you yeah. know it is and there's stigma to even say to even and this is you, why this, this is, is why. Exactly why she was allowed to she kept her job in a fucking multi-million dollar movie the reason I didn't see, and okay, two things. When she was casting Aquaman, I was pissed as shit. This is before all that stuff came out. That's because as a nerd who reads comics, I loved the Aquaman book and I loved that character. And that bitch was not the right person to cast, period, the end. But when everything else came out, I'm like, wait, so he's losing his roles, but the abuser in this situation gets to star in summer blockbusters. Make that make sense to me. Oh, but she's a white woman and she's got the tears, you know. Yeah. That's a power. Mm-hmm. Um, Myron's daughter, my, my partner's daughter, is boycotting everything from that studio because they fired him and not her. Yeah, and good on her. her. Yeah. Good on her. No, yeah. I just to that yesterday on his Shout show. out to Teamwork. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> well, that was 
<laughs> a lot of bitch assness. So let's get to the badass of the week. <laughs> um, so the nominees for this week are Ms. Viola Davis for Nailing Forever Flotus. And I can't remember what the biopic thing was that she was in. Was it I think it's First Lady or something like that? Yeah. 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 Series on Showtime. Thank you, Shante. And, and also for telling critics that they serve no purpose. Critics serve absolutely no purpose. Um, our next nominee is Sharice Davis for getting her women's business slash entrepreneurial bill passed. Women doing things. Um, the third is Heather Hadley. A native Hadley. woman, no less. Yes, 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 native woman. Heather Hadley is the next one for getting the lead in the musical Into the Woods and for her rehearsal video that went viral. Thank you, Eliane, for sharing that with us because, oh my God. She's the original Nala for anyone who doesn't know. Like oh, she's amazing. On, on Broadway, on Broadway. She's amazing. Yeah, she is. And then last of, last but not least is Michelle Pfeiffer for her portrayal of Betty Ford. In the so, same series. In the same series. I was series. just going to say, Look in First Ladies. Look at that. So <laughs> the winner with 51% of the vote is Ms. Viola Davis. Woohoo! Woohoo! Awesome women in that one. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one because I mean, it's just, I, I don't know if any of our listeners have seen the promo shots uh, that they released of her as Michelle Obama. But I mean, even, even if you haven't watched the series, you can look at the pictures and just see that she completely captured the persona of Michelle Obama, even just in photos. Yeah. It was just, it was, st- it's, yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Remember? Yeah. And I just, when she came out and said that, like they started criticizing her and how she portrayed Michelle Obama and everything in this show, and she's just like, whatever, go away. I didn't realize that Michelle Obama's from Chicago. Like she's real Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. isn't she Southside? South yeah, Chicago at- yeah, yeah. She just carried herself very well, but she's real Chicago. She's Michelle Obama Robinson from the Southside Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it, but I need to. I need to check it out. I, really I need to check it. it out too. I need to it check it out too because I also watched on Showtime, not Showtime, CNN. They had like the First Lady series and they featured, I don't know if they featured Betty Ford, but they featured Michelle Obama. Jack I missed Lee. that. I missed that too. And I really wanted I to watch it. In. And yeah. um, who else? Eleanor Roosevelt, Lady Bird. And yes, okay. Lady Bird Johnson. <laughs> I didn't watch the one with, with, with Nancy Reagan because you know my reasons for that. But I watched all the other four. And they, I mean, all the other five, and it was really good. The one with Hillary was sad. Between hers and Jackie, they were sad. Michelle Obama was happy, but the, the other two were sad. Because with Jackie, because you know, John F. Kennedy was a whole ass cheater. And um, and then she had to deal with him being assassinated right in front of her. Yep, yeah. and her Chanel suit. Picked up a piece from the back of his back of his head. Yeah, literally hold on to just in case the doctors were able to do like uh, yeah yeah and you know but they didn't show about Betty Ford but Betty Ford was a falling down like she had a, like a, a alcohol center treatment because yeah. she was falling down yeah. like a falling yeah. out drunk like literally it's how they came up with hey. the Betty Ford clinic mm-hmm. yeah Gerald Ford must have been a horrible husband well I mean he was Gerald Ford, Ford. <laughs> yeah the I'm, 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 I'm holding this in because Shante says she has I was holding this in. Sorry, Katie. No, you're good, you're uh, Shante says she had her reasons, but I just I have to say, fuck Ronald Reagan. I just had to say it. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. He's in hell. Sorry. And, fuck him. Too. and Elizabeth Warren for supporting him. Oop. 
and have no reasons why she supported Ronald Reagan. But let her followers tell you that, no, that was just the past. So don't come at Kamala and don't come, I mean, don't come at Vice President Kamala Davy Harris and don't come at Joseph Robin Biden Jr. And stop running your mouth about what Democrats should be doing. You claim to be one. Bitch, exactly. your leadership. And FYI, Joseph Robin and Biden, he did draft the bill and I think passed the bill for um, sponsored for recidivism after the crime bill. Yes, that same Joe Biden that you call crime, crime bill Joe. It's funny, even though she's not nominated, we can't help but talk about Elizabeth Warren because she's such a bitch ass on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> she gets honorary mention every, yeah. every, every time. Every so time. Every time. So on that note, we will close out. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast. And then to get more, you can get the Patreon. You can pay up because we, we need money for drinks of the week and everything because this shit is expensive <laughs> as a motherfucker. And for, to follow us on more, follow us on our socials, you know what it is. Like I said, if it's your first time tuning in, then I don't know what you're missing. But if you enjoy the show, please continue to follow us and watch us here. Keep it locked. Thank you so much for tuning in with us as we sip and drink and just talk shit. (laughs) Next time, everyone. Bye. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. Again, at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. We'll see you online.